get ready for the Girls on Games podcast. Your weekly dose of news, reviews, and everything video games. Always served with a good helping of hype and just a pinch of salt. And now, your host, Leah. Welcome to another Girls on Games podcast. My name is Leah. I am the host of this show. This is episode number 342, and we are recording on the eve of Elden Ring, and Simon is on my case, because he's like, it's coming out in a few minutes. Oh, is it 42? What did I say? Yes. No, 42 is perfect. It's my number. 42 oh. is, is my lucky number. And It's also the meaning of life. Exactly. That's why it's my lucky number. But that's not what I thought we were gonna like riff on. The fact that like oh. we are now on the precipice of you being able to play Elden yes, Ring in exactly in, fourteen and, minutes. And I'm holding you back from doing that. <laughs> that's okay. The podcast and our listeners are worth it. And you guys are worth it. So true. All right. On the docket this week, we're gonna be talking about a, maybe a little bit of a change to the release schedule of Call of Duty. Nintendo closing some of the eShops for its previous consoles, some info on how Brexit is effect- affecting the UK game industry, mm. and guess what this weekend is? <laughs> Pokemon Day! Also, <laughs> not only... Also my, also my birthday. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Pokemon Day on my birthday. It's so Every year, I love to celebrate both of them. Is it is but, it every year Pokemon Day on your Fe- birthday? February twenty seventh is officially Pokemon Day. It came out in nineteen ninety six on that day, and I think North. Oh, America, okay, because it it's no, the it's release Japan day. Too. Okay, got it. Yeah, I thought it was just the date out. that they randomly chose. And in Japan, it's like a legit thing; like they celebrate yeah, it. Of and course, actually, what it's we're going to be talking about is gonna gonna lead into that. But uh, nice. I like to think they celebrate it because it's also my birthday (laughs) (laughs) they knew it was happening exactly well let's get into introducing you to the friendly voices around this digital table Catherine, how you doing i'm good yourself i'm excellent welcome back simon hey thank you i'm i'm uh i'm happy to be back a little a little vacation there got some time Mm -hmm. off was able to uh, to chill, uh, and uh, yeah, it was. I'm, I'm happy to be back, but it was a very nice uh, kind of little getaway there. Uh, it was warm. It was quiet. It was really just really awesome. And um, before we we get started, I just want to say uh, we know you know we're, we're recording this on on uh, Wednesday, uh, so it's I uh, know Thursday. Sorry about that. Thursday. So we are February twenty fourth. Um, we know, you know, we all know what's happening around the world right now. Uh, you, you guys know uh, a lot of things are happening. We, we are um, choosing to not talk about it, not because it's not important, but because I think that this is all we're going to hear about for the next couple of months, uh, maybe more. So we kind of want to focus on what we love and what I think what you guys are, are here to uh, to listen to us as well as talk about video games and talk about our lives and um, talk about what we love and our passion. And I think that uh, bringing geopolitical conversation isn't necessarily into our forte. And, you know, we don't know exactly what's happening. I personally don't know the whole story and I think nobody does. Um, so I think that we just kind of want to focus on on video games and what makes us happy. So 
There, I said it. <laughs> now we can talk about video games. <laughs> well said. Yeah, yeah. It is definitely a turbulent time in the world right now. But hopefully we can bring you a little bit of escapism because yes. we still love our video games and uh, yeah. want to talk about them. More uh, and more. Thank Christ for video games. <laughs> thank God. Uh, let's do a little bit of housekeeping before we get into the crew check-in. I want to remind you that if you enjoy this show, you can subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Podbean. If you'd like to get some GOG merch, you can do that by going to designbyhumans.com slash shop slash games. Or maybe you'd like to give us a tip, maybe buy us a coffee. You can do that at our Kofi. That's ko-fi.com slash games. Simon, did you do any video game activities while you were down south? Uh, yeah. Yeah? Uh, I played Pokemon. Okay, a lot? Yeah, we can talk about nice. it and what everybody's playing, but I played a lot of Pokemon. I didn't do like anything specific in regard to video games while we were there, mm-hmm. um, but mostly the fact that I could play on the Switch next to the pool and next to the nice. beach was kind nice. of amazing. You so, mu- it must have been a challenge to keep the sand out of the Switch. It wasn't too bad because uh, okay. we had we had brought little chairs and stuff, so we were kind of sitting, you know, a little further back, so we weren't directly in the sand. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was uh, that was pretty cool. Oh, and um, relevant to I guess yours and Mike's interest, I went to the Adidas uh, outlet shop over nice. there, and I, I good? Picked, yeah, I picked up some. I don't know what the the name is, but they're really nice in black. And they were like uh, $60 US on liquidation plus 50%. So I got like I got like really nice looking Adidas shoes for like 30 US dollars, which nice. is wow. kind of insane. So I'm Love very that. happy, uh, very happy with my purchase. And it fit very nicely in my luggage coming back from uh, from there. So nice. that was pretty fantastic. Yes. I think the last time you did go down south, or maybe it was maybe not the last one before that, because obviously pandemic, you had yeah. actually purchased your Switch down there. Yes, that was... Um, so it was like a homecoming for your I Switch. I want to say, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I had bought the... Well, we didn't go to the specific Target that I bought. I know, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's true. I didn't even put it together. But yeah, and it's funny because I bought Ari's Switch Lite in, in, over there as well. Because uh, we went to a GameStop and there was um, just looking at games and stuff. And they, were, mm-hmm. they had a, a used light and we bought it real cheap. So I was like, oh, shit, do you want to switch light? And so hers, too, we bought there. So it's kind of funny. <laughs> nice. The land oh, of video game consoles is there, apparently. Mm, yeah. But overall, the trip was fun. Nice and relaxing. Oh, yeah. I, I, I hate planes, uh, but I didn't get sick. So that's always good. Uh, good. Yeah. Good ex- um, yeah. The, the, the pills helped a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, uh, I usually get super... Pills. Yeah, exactly. I usually get super stressed in uh, in planes, but uh, mm. I went to see the doctor a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, I'm taking a plane. I fucking hate it. Give me something that'll like knock me the fuck out. So he did. So I was able Perfect. to uh, very relaxedly play Pokemon in the plane while while all the way there. So that was actually pretty cool. So fantastic. We'll get yeah. into uh, Pokemon in a few minutes. Oh, yeah. But, uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Catherine, how's your week been? It's been a week. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. But at least. I got to see people IRL. Nice. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, restriction, lifting, being able to, like, see my friends um, 
We're all vaxxed, of course, vaccinated. Uh, I even got my third booster and everything. Um, yeah, went to, had dinner at my friend's for her birthday. Finally met her boyfriend. Um, because she met him close to the beginning of the pandemic. So yeah. <laughs> didn't, didn't have a chance to meet the guy. Um, and then the next day we had people over here to play some games. Excellent. And I made pizza for them. Oh, uh, Catherine. They were Catherine. D&D. Yes. Yes. We, we have will. to D&D again. Please. Well, that's, that's the thing I was going to say. I've been playing a lot of D&D lately. Please. Um, I miss uh, Yeah, we, we, could, we should be able to start again. I know. Just go hit your boyfriend in the head and say, yo, DM, make this happen. Uh-huh. Well, well, first of all, Elden no. Ring. <laughs> yes, I mean, of course, but as well. I mean, he's as obsessed with this game as you are, so you try yeah. to convince him to do something else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, fine. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Give it a few I, weeks. <laughs> yeah. I've also been playing a lot of D&D. Like, uh, we had a little uh, session with uh, people from the Discord server. Yeah, how was that? I know that I think Stains was the, uh, the DM. Yeah. How did that go? It went really well. Um, nice. The thing is, though, it was like a, a session for like people that wanted to learn. Okay. But a lot of like the newbies couldn't make it, so it was. Oh no! It was a lot of the experienced players just being there, like. We I know. <laughs> but you know how D and D is. You schedule it and it go whatever yeah, comes around goes. Around. Yeah, exactly. But also, it's very casual type of do it in a couple of sessions sort of thing, cool. so people mm-hmm, will mm-hmm. be able to jump in and out and we'll just catch them up Uh, awesome if but i started playing regularly with my old group Mm -hmm. the group i used to play with back home and the group that introduced me to pascal nice Uh, in the in uh gets no yeah yeah it's actually well our the dm is uh is tip no Um, yeah nice dm extraordinaire tip yeah he's uh he's also how does he have time um, basically, he, during the pandemic, he he got creatively bored at work. Ah. And Are they working spent, on a new game? Uh, he's He's actually, back to he, Gameloft, right? He was, like, no, now he changed. He's at Double Stallion now. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a great studio. Is it Double Stallion? He's at the Montreal the studio Googling. that's working, that's Double helping Stallion Riot games. with something. Oh, League of uh, Convergence, a League of Legends story, whatever the fuck. I guess that's what they're working. Okay. Yeah, I think cool. it's. Uh, but yeah, while he was at Game Loft during the Very pandemic, cool. uh, I don't know. He got creatively bored with, uh, and he spent a year building a new campaign. Of course, he did. Uh, set set <laughs> in our homebrew world from of back in the day and i'm just like <laughs> that's amazing yeah and like pascal at one point he's like we have a discord channel with a bunch of people from like back home you want to be in it i'm like sure and he added me and i joined and they're talking about like yeah well you know depends how many players we get for this D game and i'm like i want to play and they were like boom there we go we got our next player so um, that's awesome We've had a few, like, three or four games. It's really nice. Um, and because there's, like, some of us in Montreal, a lot of them back home in Get Snow, we're playing online with World 20 and Discord. But 
it feels like a it feels so good <laughs> to mm-hmm. to talk to them every week and and to play and to do something else that's not like video games or mm-hmm. things like that like it's it's, so- it's social interaction with other human beings yeah <laughs> I mean, just having having people at my house, and now that I have a bathroom, I can actually have people over. Um, And you can say, admire my bathroom. Yeah. I mean, I I would have peed in a a bucket if it meant to play D&D. I'm not above that. (laughs) Okay. Mental picture. D&D's not that good. Um, It's different for guys. It's a little easier. Yeah. But other than that, that's pretty much uh, what I've been up to. It, just like two evenings with two different guy- groups of people, just seeing people again really, really did good. Um, so I'm hoping that this summer will be a bit more relaxed, a bit more back to normal-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, considering that, you know, we don't get World War Three. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Yeah. Uh, on my side, it's been, you know, the usual kind of a week. Yeah. Because of like, well, Simon away and, and vacations and stuff and trying to get everything all ironed out. Plus there was a provincial holiday on Monday. Um, yeah. That's why we're kind of our, our recording schedules kind of all over the place. And we need to figure that out now because we don't have a regular recording time really. Um, and then we can't do it this weekend because uh, like, we mentioned before Sunday's my birthday, so uh, yeah. yeah, we were like we've got to figure something out. So uh, thanks for bearing with us. Um, but earlier in the week, uh, the PlayStation Vita turned ten, oh. and I did a little bit of a trip down memory lane looking for photos because I remember it's the first console that I bought while Cat when Cat and I started GOG. Yeah, and I remember receiving it at Shome and having the box and opening it up and. And then I saw 10 years had passed when I was looking at this and I was like, oh boy, <laughs> neither of us have aged a day. <laughs> right? All right? perfectly <laughs> looking the same persons. Exactly. I mean, that, like, your hair, was, it was gorgeous, <laughs> but it yells. That oh, yeah. It is such a trend of that time that like when oh, you yeah. posted the photo i could exactly tell like yeah you took that photo 2012 <laughs> as fuck yeah so true <laughs> so true but one thing that i have been keeping up with and really regularly because it's been it's been my new year's resolution and i'm trying to make sure i close all my rings every day every month and I have been playing Pokemon in order to do that. Plus, there has been a big release last week. Mm. And we've got another one coming. So let's get into what everybody's been playing. Catherine, so have you, outside of D&D, have you had any time to play any games? No. no? And I, I, I have to go back to Mass Effect 3 and do that fucking boss fight so that you I can, can move on it. with my life. Which one? Which boss, which boss fight is it? Oh, uh, yeah, you weren't there. It was oh with my the, God. last yeah. week uh, when we were with Naomi. Um... I started Mass Effect 3, and like an idiot, I I got into the Omega DLC. Right away? She's stuck. Yeah. I'm in... Pretty much. But why? I didn't know! Accident. It was the DLC! Okay. So now I'm at the final boss fight with uh, areas oh. stuck, and you gotta... You just gotta run from the other end of the room to the other end of the room, and I am... 
I don't, I don't remember that fight at all. Oh, I googled it, and everybody was just like, "Run, run, <laughs> just run Hold from on. objective." It is looking. I I played myself. I um... <laughs> that was the theme of last week's episode. Yeah. Was I? We, I just... we played ourselves, and what was the the thing about the 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 plumbing? Raw dogging your plumbing. Yeah, raw dogging your plumbing. <laughs> Oh yeah, that boss fight in in the bar. Yeah. Oh, you're looking it up, are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I yeah, I remember now. Oh yeah, I remember having a, a tough time with it. Oh, it's probably easier with mouse and keyboard because you can land shots easier. But yeah, I remember that it was uh, pretty just, difficult. Yeah, it's just I I started the quests. I thought it was just a long chain of quests, and then yeah, I was talking true. about it like in Discord. <laughs> And like one of our community member was like, "Oh yeah, I remember that DLC." And I was like, "Pardon me? Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me? How did I get to end game before oh. I, uh, I'm severely under level?" I mean, there's I'm no good. like, like there's not really a like you could do it right away. Like I don't think that the difficulty changes. Uh, I I think it's more like it's kind of designed for somebody that's been that's played a lot of Mass Effect because it's usually Maybe. something you play once you finish. Yeah, at the end completely. Maybe. Yeah. I so. so I don't know. It's just I was wondering why I had been playing for like ten hours and I didn't. I was not a, allowed to have like the crew back on the ship. I was like, why? Where? Like, why can't I have Garrus and shit? <laughs> <laughs> After a while, I was. Just, I should have. Friends? I should have clued in it that I kind of like launched a DLC, but that's the thing with playing those games so so far later, and they just kind of like give you all the content on the Citadel. Yeah. You you know, I went to the Citadel and I just grabbed every quest I could, and I was like, that one looks nice. And now I'm stuck in a boss fight. I don't know how to do. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's well, probably why you haven't played because you're just putting it off. I was like, I don't want to deal with this. I have, but I've also had legit like no time and no energy because I get that. Yeah, um, or I've, just are you playing on PC or console? Console. Oh, because okay. I was gonna Xbox. say just like put on God mode on PC and fucking do it so you can get on with it. <laughs> well, I, that's what I was talking about last week. Is I need to check what difficulty mode I am on. Maybe I can mm. lower it to like if mm. I'm on normal. I usually sometimes I I don't think I'm playing on the easy peasy. So I think I could probably lower it and try easy again. Busy mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'll see. I'll see. Mm-hmm. But I, I just, I also haven't had time because, um, two weeks ago the gyms reopened, and I'm trying to be it's true very uh, strict about it. Well, strict about it. To Regimented. At least, yeah, at least three times a week. With mm. Your uh, gym rad boyfriend. Yeah, uh, we've actually been going separately just because it's my schedule. Cat's gym right now. <laughs> I am, and honestly, um, I will admit to it. I don't. I'm not doing the whole calorie counting. I'm not doing the protein shakes or whatever. I'm just going three times a week regularly. Gets me out of the house. Yesterday, I was a fucking mess. I had. I was so stressed when I logged off work uh, because of stuff. Yeah, work, but uh, stuff happening. In the world? In the world or in in my personal life that I don't want to talk on the podcast because it's not my story to tell here. But, and I went to, when I came back home from the gym, I felt a hundred, like the stress was evacuated. And um, it's just like, 
with because it's still very much a pandemic and I'm still stuck at home every day, all day, like going to the gym three times a week means getting out of the house. Yeah. Something. Doing things. Yeah. And it's helping me sleep. Mm. Uh, because it's of, true. Yeah, it makes a big difference. Yeah. It, it's like, that's the thing like uh, that I've been saying since the beginning of the pandemic, it's fucked up my sleep schedule. Something terrible. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Yeah, and I think it was because just my commuting, I used my commute a lot for just exercise and walking and things like that. Mm, so now they, I have to get, a, I have to make time for exercise, like Leah's saying with the, you know, closing your ring while you s- walk in place playing Pokemon. While playing Pokemon. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, my yeah. thing, my thing is uh, strength training because I want to be strong. I want to lift stuff and chuck people in the garbage when I need to and pick up every dog breed <laughs> like a baby. <laughs> so I have to go to the gym to lift heavy stuff. It's awesome to finally be able to go out and get back to something regular again, right? Yeah. Yeah. While yeah. we can. So, Simon. Yeah. Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Legends Arceus. Oh, yeah. Well, last time we spoke, you were very, very on the fence. Oh, you yeah. You were borderline off the fence, and you were oh, like, yeah. I'm not going to play this. Oh, yeah. What turned it around for you, oh, and what was the moment you became talk? That fence is now squarely up my ass. I've played so much <laughs> of Pokemon Legends Arceus. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, I was, as you know, I went away for a week, and I was like, I need to bring my Switch and find a game that I'm going to want to really play on the Switch. And I did have um, Brilliant Pearl, I think. Uh, Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl? Something like that. Something like that. Whichever. Um, I played like a little bit of it, but I got bored real quick because it's the same old Pokemon as ever. So, And actually reading reviews about Arceus and talking with some friends and watching a little bit of people stream it, I'm like this looks like it could be fun you know it's different it's refreshing and i think there's some interesting mechanics to it so i'm i'm, I'm gonna get it and we'll see what happens and uh i just i can't stop playing it um i've i've every the second i'm done with work uh, for the last two weeks now or for the last week i've been getting on the switch and catching pokemons and finishing the game and um i'm at uh i'm working right now on completing the pokedex uh, I've uh, I've I finished all the the main story and most of the side stories. I'm only missing the um, get the wisp thing that you get like really early. Oh in the yeah, beginning. I did that. Yeah, I'm and I fin- that I finally found the fucking boizel boizel whatever the fuck that's like higher than two feet eight inches. Oh yeah, that's a it's bit of like a struggle the too. Fourth quest you get, and I must have got fifty fucking boizel or boizel. Mm-hmm. And he was not above two foot, two foot eight inches, and it's so frustrating because you yeah. get that quest when you start the game, like literally when you start the game. It's like quest number four out of like a hundred, and I just finished it like yesterday. I was like, every time I said I saw one, I caught it, and then I I, I was working my way on uh, leveling up friendship with Evie so I can um, level him up. Mm-hmm. And by doing like the rounds, I found a couple spot with some boozel. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll, I'll catch those. And by doing that, eventually, I got one that was that was tall enough. So I'm like, oh my god, thank god that quest is over because I'm only really missing. I was missing only that one and yep. the um, the catch the wisp one. 
So yeah. that's where I'm at right now. And I'm yeah, I'm I'm completing the Pokedex because I don't want to catch the wisps because I'm not there mentally. Yeah, because it's gonna be a bitch to look up online where everything is and figure it out. So I'm just friend friend now focus on the Pokedex. But what was the moment that hooked you? Do you think? Um, I th- oh god, that's a good question. Um, honestly. I was hooked from the beginning. Um, the 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 catching mechanics, because you know at the beginning you choose a starter, but you actually catch a starter um, yeah. in the way that they show you how to catch it. Um, I will admit that I think once once the tutorial was over, that's mm-hmm. when I really my stride. The t- tutorial was way too fucking long. I get why I they know, do it, eh? but it would never stop, never stop ending. I'm like, stop doing it. Um, so when that was over, and I guess pretty much at the same time when you get um, the word here. Uh, then we can start actually, you know, moving around quite fast. I think that also was kind of a kind of a cool moment. Um, but yeah, just getting the first couple shinies that was really awesome, really fun. Um, fighting alphas was really freaking awesome. Like finding, I fought the second that I got the the fish. I was like, oh, I'm gonna go explore the areas of the first map. And I my Pokemon's were like level thirty. 35, 40 something, and like exploring an island, and there's like a level 65 Infernape, and I'm like, Excuse yep. me? <laughs> I need you, so I caught him. <laughs> so, it, it, yeah, it's just, it's, it's definitely not perfect. There's some weird choices that they made. Like, you can't, unless I'm not seeing something, you can't teleport from one area to another. You have to go back to the village, then you can yeah. teleport to another area. That's kind of weird. Uh, not being able to sort your Pokemons and your pastures. That's really fucking weird as well. Um, so a couple of weird design decisions. But like overall, it's so refreshing to play a Pokemon game where it's so different. Like one of the things that was annoying me the most in the old Pokemon games, like whenever you finish a battle, there's this thing and then you got to click and then they're doing the get the XP and then get the items and like like, fucking go, go. But now it's just like battle's done. Boom. You can just start walking right away and things are happening. Pow, 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 pow. So it's, I mean, it looks, it's really, really fun. It looks kind of meh. It's fine. The, well, it's like it's interesting because like the character animations are really good. Yeah, the Pokemon uh, themselves look really good. The Pokemon f- animation are they fantastic. look great? Though the fighting, everything, but the actual environments—that's when I say like it looks like poop. It looks like poop. It looks like fr- it's yeah. a PS2 game. Yeah, and some no, of the water it, effects and stuff. And I'm just yeah. like, why? It, why? I mean, it's not like they can't do it. You know, Breath of the Wild was fucking fantastic on the Switch, and I'm sure that there's other open world games on the switch that are really great um i don't know i I think that they were almost kind of testing the water with that game to see like all right i mean clearly that game has been in development for a while but i think that they maybe didn't go all out because i don't know if they were that confident that it was going to do well and it's doing super well i think it's like in the like top four most sold Pokemon game, like it's like mm-hmm. super, super, really, really well. So, I mean, I'm really happy because, and I think that's one thing that Pokemon kind of needed was really something different, something that wasn't the same formula over and over and over again. Um, so, honestly, yeah, I don't have a lot of negative things to say about it. It's really fun, plays super well in in handheld mode. Um, mm-hmm. 
because I played most like most of it when I was uh, down sad. I was playing it in, in handheld mode and played really really well. Now I'm playing it with a pro controller on my TV, which is much better, but still, you know, it can play really well on the uh, in handheld mode. And I mean, if you're a fan of Pokemon and like if you've been a fan of Pokemon for a long time and you're like looking for a Pokemon game that's not like Adventure Dungeon or Pinball or like an actual factual Pokemon game where you catch Pokemon and you put your do your Pokedex and stuff. Like I cannot recommend this game enough. It is there are definitely some flaws, but it's a it's a it's a great 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 Pokemon game. Really really fun, and I hope that they iterate on it and they keep doing more games like this and they expand the roster and they they make better zones and they make better graphics and just wow really good really happy with it yeah i'm i i had a feeling you were gonna end up really enjoying it because it has to me it feels like the what i've always wanted pokemon to be you know, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. They're out in the wild. You go out. They can attack I, you. They exactly. get you interact with them. Like just like, and then you have to you have to have a strategic ta- tactic on how yeah. to get them. If you're gonna yeah. fight or if you're gonna be sneaky and like yeah. feed them something and then capture them. Like yeah, and you gotta you, you gotta use the right ball. Um, you yeah. know, to make sure you know if, you, if you're up close, if you're far away, if it's a if it's a bird flying, well then you need a special ball to catch it. Mm. Um, and there's like, and they are really really smart. Like, uh, Pokemons will now, you know, in the old games, you'll start a fight and they'll use fucking sand attack or whatever, like, oh, whatever, fuck you, I'm going to kill you one shot. Now, like, trainers and Pokemons will always use almost exclusively an attack that your Pokemon is weak to or yep. use their strongest attack. So, like, I'm when I'm trying to, uh, I, I level up, um, I have a little route that I do in the um, Alabaster Icelands or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, I kill uh, Alpha Garchomp and then some Blissey and whatever. Like, mm-hmm. that Alpha Garchomp, whatever Pokemon I put out first, no matter what the level they are, he fucking one-shots them. <laughs> so, yeah. I have to, like, switch to a different Pokemon and then I can kill him. Because they always, like, they're really smart. The last boss gave me way more trouble than any other Pokemon game that I've ever played. And I had a pretty diverse team, but like the no spoilers, but you fight a lot of Pokemons in that fight. Yeah. And the last right two kicked my fucking ass. So it's uh pretty hardcore. <laughs> yeah, I um I am just a way uh like I could go and beat the 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 fifth um you know frenzied Pokemon now. Oh but you haven't finished I, the story yet. I, I'm having a hard time because I don't want to finish the oh, story. Oh, <laughs> I'm out. No, I'm out. Cl- I'm, I'm, I'm doing my Pokedex. So I'm going land by okay. land and cleaning okay. up my Pokedex, finishing That's all the missions, fine. doing all that stuff. Yeah. That's fine because you can't finish the story hundred percent without completing your Pokedex. So exactly. that's totally fine that you're doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would, I mean, you still have, even if you're at the, your fifth beast, you still have like. A good five hours of, of story stuff to do. Still. I know. So it's not know. too, too bad. But the thing is, is that especially that I found in those battles, because what I'm frequently doing is playing it while I'm doing my workout. So okay. I find it a lot easier to do my workout by doing the like finishing missions and, and you know, cleaning up stuff and going around and cleaning up my Pokedex and finishing that up. Because when you're doing those battles, I need to sit down and play fate 
pay full attention. Yeah, to yeah, no, on. definitely. Yeah, because the tough. fourth one, the fourth one was a bit of a. I was a little bit on the struggle bus because the way that the land is, and then how it kind of gets like it restricts you in certain areas. Like you really need to pay attention. Is um, the um is the fourth one electrode? No, it was the third one that I was really struggling. The fourth one was hard too. Electrode was hard. Uh, no, the Arcanine one was. Oh was yeah, yeah, Arcanine, Arcanine. Oh my yeah, god, sorry. I don't know where to get Arcanine yet. So, so fucking. When I like, I, I was when I was playing on on the big TV at my parents' place. Uh, yeah. When I was down south, yeah. like me and Ari, we were watching and we saw, like, like oh, Growlite looks kind of stupid. Like it's, he's cute, whatever. And then we saw Arcanine and like our jaws dropped. Like holy. Fuck the design for Arcanine. Not yet, and I don't want to know. I, I, okay. I eventually right. I'll get to it. <laughs> you have been there. You have been there. If you're systematically working your way through the Pokedex too, that's what I'm doing right now. Good. But I, I only just, just started. Area. Yeah, it's just an area that you probably because the maps are kind of huge and they they're pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. So like, and the story doesn't necessarily bring you to all the nooks and crannies and stuff of the map, right? Mm-hmm. So. You almost need to like stumble around. Looking for the wisps is a good way to force you to stumble around. Yeah, but it's uh, at night when you're often doing that, so you're going to be like the the threshold of what Pokemon pop up. You're gonna get less of those day uh-huh. Pokemon because there's night Pokemon like yeah. ghosts and things like that popping up. Yeah, right? yeah, no, makes sense, makes sense. Yeah, okay, but, but I. S- yeah, I'm. I think I'm. I just finished all the EVs, uh, in my so I barely just started. I'm like at. Okay. I don't know how many Pokemon's there is. There, there are in two hundred and something. Yeah, I think I'm at like yeah. thirty something. So I still have a, a while, but I know that I have a few that I've already finished. Maybe you know a quarter. So, but I still have a lot yeah. that I haven't seen. Uh, now I'm working on my shiny Crobat. <laughs> yeah, I I caught uh, I caught two shiny Zubats for some fucking reason. Um, wow. So yeah, so I I got one to a gold bat, and now I'm I'm leveling up friendship to get a shiny crowbat. So I always nice. like crowbat. I think it's cool. So I'm pretty happy really. To I don't like I, I the if there's one Pokemon that I hate, it's Zubat. I hate reason, Zubat. I don't like Golbat, and I don't like crowbat. I hate like Zubat, but I really Zubat. like crowbat. I think he's really cool. So <laughs> I think annoying. the design's cool. Uh, yeah, it is a pretty good with the the four wings. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, um, like the the space distortion things. Yeah, so fucking those fun. are fun, eh? Those are really fun. You get some really like you got to be strategic also because full chaos and super you could chaos. get your ass handed to you pretty quick. Seriously, no, I had a really and you can get some really good items for that too because some items you can almost only find there um, and like the. Um, the packs I, I i saved your packs a couple times leah by the way <laughs> oh why thank you why thank you i probably only died like twice <laughs> so I, the one that you probably saved was probably the one where i died yesterday trying to go after one of the specialty pokemon oh maybe i don't even know if it's you really die or they just put people from your friends list on there but basically you can go around does. and really yeah. i don't remember but basically yeah. you can go around picking up uh people's online um, packs of items or whatever and you get like mm-hmm. special points and then with those special points you can buy Spend evolution it. items and stuff so yeah yeah no it's fun it's really yeah fun. so much fun okay. uh, it's, it's very very and the only reason that i'm gonna stop playing is elden ring which is <laughs> currently downloading on my computer which is like right now it started and i'm watching the bar go and i'm shaking so it's Yep. 97 on Metacritic. Like, yeah. this is the type of game now that I don't even care if I'm not into this, like, Dark Souls-y <laughs> games. I'm going to have to play this. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it is honestly mind-blowing that it's getting so many good reviews. Like uh, yes and no because of course, you know, Hi. from software yeah. and Miyazaki and all of the games they you know, get out are is gold and fantastic, but it still blows my mind that it can still do something like that and get like 96%. I think the last time that we saw something 96, 97% was the Red Dead Redemption like back in 2014, I think is the last time that it, I, I was yeah, reading that no, something like that happened. Zelda Breath of the Wild got pretty high. But yeah, it's one of the top Breath of the Wild was ever. after. Uh, it was before Red Dead Redemption 2, no? Was it? I don't no, remember. No, it was after. It was just after. say that it doesn't happen very often that it's that like yeah. universally critically acclaimed. Um, and I don't know if it's um, more friendly towards new players i have no idea because i haven't played it um i mean I'll, I'll play it definitely a little bit and i can tell you guys if it is more approachable um dark souls 3 was already way 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 more approachable than any other uh, from software games mm-hmm. um so we'll have to see if it's a bit more but like even jason trier who is like a stickler for games said this is really fun and i'm having a great a great time so yeah he <laughs> He tweeted about, like, saying, pro tip, keep a notebook. And people, like, lost it about that. I'm actually really yeah. excited about that because I like I like the process of, like, analyzing a game and going watching yeah. YouTube videos and all that kind of stuff. Like, that's, oh, yeah. that's what I nerd out about, right? Yeah, so 100%. I mean, yeah. all the FromSoft games are like that. You know, you, yeah. you, you do that. So Yeah, it's cool. Um, the other thing I've been playing is recently released Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah. Mm. Guys, the, before we actually get into Forbidden West, um, it is so hard to be playing two open world games at the same time, especially <laughs> when one is on Nintendo, because they inverse the cancel and accept buttons. Oh, oh yes. God, yeah. I, that should be a universal like, rule. I feel like I'm dumb going in between. Like, that's the hardest thing. Like, the first, like, I guess... 20 minutes of either game i sit there and i'm like why do i feel like my thumbs don't work because <laughs> it's just like what what how it controls like everything else is the same except that it drives you absolutely bananas trying to it, tell the difference it's like especially if you play like um, on xbox where it's like not only did they invert the the cancel and the and the accept button and yeah. the accept button they they inverted the a and the b so every time they're like you know press a uh i'm pressing i'm pressing <laughs> down i'm pressing like the x on the playstation like i'm yeah i'm it's oh anyway yeah every time it's... i i switch between the switch and anything else i have like my brain just freezes and it's like what am i playing where am i supposed to click Oh my yeah, God. it. I feel like I'm. A I wonder bit on the who made bus. that decision. Who's like, honestly, let's, let's confuse every fucking gamer out there. <laughs> so yeah, I'm like, I'm like, right now, I'm like, okay. So I was playing Pokemon earlier, so it's easier for me right now to jump back into Pokemon because I won't feel like a doofus if I pick up that controller. But I do really <laughs> want to play Horizon because I'm like also really sucked into that. So yeah, guys, holy smokes! I think I'm 15 hours in. I'm. <sighs> good looking game what a <laughs> fucking good looking game this wow. 
is next gen. Yeah. Like, and the duality of going from the environments in Pokemon where everything's first out, <laughs> and then the information freaking overlord, because I, I turned on every piece of the UI that I could, every informational kind of mm. indication and things that I could in Horizon Forbidden, uh, for, Forbidden West. Is that what it is? Yes, yeah, Forbidden West. I'm going to yeah. do Zero Dawn. and uh, Forbidden Dawn and... For <laughs> yeah, Forbidden... Uh, Zero for, West. Yeah, Horizon. Horizon. The Aloy game. The Aloy game. Um... Wow, what a beautiful game. And the way that they bring you into it, because I was curious too, because you finish the other game as like this OP, like badass boss chick yeah. with every fucking talent in the world and uh -huh. mad skills. And I was like, how are they going to bring you through this and introduce you again? Back down, the, <laughs> yeah. The, the way they do it, the way it's written, and I don't want to spoil it, don't. but I was really impressed. Nice. Because it was a great way to do it. And the way they set you up and kind of introduce you to it and bring you through one. Because the the way that I feel about Horizon is very much how I feel about, though it's open world, they have very distinct set pieces set up. Especially with the tall necks and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And good lord, they did a good job at that. And then when the beginning credits roll, like the title Man. sequence. And you're just like, yes! <laughs> this is what I've been waiting for! Oh my. And oh. the 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 character animations the character performances the voice mm -hmm. acting the camera mm -hmm. shots the way they did it it just it borderline doesn't feel like you're playing a video game like <laughs> i'm like what is this mike came in when we were playing it and he was like damn that looks good i'm like i know so yeah i'm taking my time with it too because you know i am definitely the type of person that i kind of want to clear out a piece of the map before I move on to the next section. Though I have been told that and have watched a few things and tips and stuff that like you don't, you don't maybe don't want to do that because there are things that you are given throughout story mode that will open up other areas. So you, no matter what, you're going to want to go back. But I mean, I, it looks so good. Shooting machines is so good from sniping from afar as I've Just done in satisfying. the past. Yeah. The, Upgrades that they've done to like the skill tree and stuff and how that operates. I really am enjoying that. I feel cool. like the way they've set it up is that you get skill points and you don't just get them through going through the store. You get them for side missions too. So if okay. you want to actively, you're like, I want to go after this and they don't close off the skill tree for you. You can, you can pre-plan and the way they've got it divided up is they have it in like sneaky attack or if you're a hunter or if you want to talk about like medicine and, and keeping your, 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 you know, your health up or you want to look into mounts or whatever. The way they've done it is you can sit there and kind of plan out your actions or maybe divert your plan because you're realizing oh, it would be more beneficial if I had a little extra on this side or that side or okay. whatever of the skill tree to really craft Aloy into the character that you want to play her as cool. and how you want to play this game. Um, and I am definitely not the person that wants to go in guns blazing. I am a sneaky, sneaky bitch when I want to snoop <laughs> things from afar. And this game is allowing me to do that. Um, back again or all the stuff with the elementals. Uh, mm -hmm. That And that's pretty powerful. Um, the the robot creatures are very intelligent too. Uh, the, the AI for that is, is really good. 
Um, you nice. want to make sure you are hitting because they hit you and they hit you hard. This is definitely a type of game where you want to make sure you are still moving at all ca- ca- uh, all times unless mm-hmm. you're up above and no one can hit you because even then they can still shoot stuff at you. Yeah. But, and yeah, just going out and like shooting off pieces of machines so that you can start crafting stuff and everything. It's just yeah. a hell of a lot of fun. And I'm only 15 hours in. And I feel like <laughs> I've just gotten into the West. And I'm just like, I'm, oh, I'm having fun. And now I've got two amazing games that are t- taking up my time. Yeah. And I, uh, I look at Elden Ring and I'm like, hmm, oh, you look I mean, interesting too. <laughs> yeah. But wait, I mean, wait for a sale oh, or yeah, something. I'm going to, Or yeah. at least wait for me to play a little bit so we can talk about it on the podcast and I can mm-hmm. say, yes, go get it or not. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I think it's one of those ones that I'm going to have to try because uh, it, it sounds mm-hmm. like it sounds like it's one of the games of the ages. Hey, maybe on Game Pass PC eventually. Who knows? Maybe. Like, you never know. With you never Microsoft, know. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, Catherine, yeah, I can understand why you want to be having a PS5 right now. Yeah. I. <laughs> people are like, oh, you can buy a PS5. No. No. I want <laughs> it on next gen. Yeah. Which and makes sense. I'll... I'll you, hearing you talk about it, I'm like, I want to play it now. But <laughs> if we were both in the same city, I would give you my PlayStation. You could just put on a thing and I put on your account and play. But we're not in the yeah. same city anymore. No, yeah. no. But I, I mean, like, uh, somebody from Discord was like, "Yo, their stock like on Walmart. I could grab one for you if you want." But I was like, I don't have it. It was a bundle with two controllers and the game, mm-hmm. but it was like a thousand bucks. I'm like, dude, I don't have that money right now. I'm yeah. sorry. Like, it's mm-hmm. it ain't cheap, man. No, so I am definitely excited. Like, hearing you, I'm itching to play it, but I was itching to play Horizon the first one when it came out, and I still waited like two years just because it came out like when Breath of the Wild came out, when yeah. Witcher 3 came out. It was mm-hmm. just like game, 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 game. Yeah. And I did not feel like I suffered, like it suffered for me playing it later. Like mm. it was still an amazing mm. game, even if I played it much later. So mm-hmm. I know that if I wait a good three, four years and I just get a PS5 with like God of War and Spider-Man and Horizon and maybe uh, any other like um, PS exclusive, like I'll pay like half the price and I'll enjoy it just as much. Mm, or you never getting... know with that streaming thing that they keep talking about maybe yeah. it'll be like game pass for you at some point maybe mm-hmm. maybe that, that news keeps percolating gonna wait for r6 uh for r6 what the fuck am i talking about you can wait gonna... for it on pc <sighs> yeah why did i say r6 i'm going for PC. i don't know you've got r6 i in got the brain, r6 I on the brain apparently uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. but uh yeah i i think horizon i bought for like Ten or fifteen dollars during a Black Friday sale one year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I did as well. So I'm gonna wait for the PC patches and I'm gonna wait for a sale. Yeah, yeah. But yep, I'm, yep, I'm yep, so yep. happy to hear like that you're enjoying it and that it's as good as I thought it would be. Same. So yeah, when I do I'm get to play to it, it, I will be engrossed with it for like two weeks, two three weeks, where nothing's gonna matter except for that game. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. You're in for a treat. Totally infiltrate. All right. I think we need to talk news. You guys ready yes. to do that? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's go. 
All right, it's news time. Simon, what's going on with Call of Duty? Yeah, so uh, in a surprising twist, uh, Activision announced that they are delaying a Call of Duty game for the first time since 2004. Wow. So 2022 will be the first uh, Modern Warfare, well, first Call of Duty game that will not be uh, uh, a yearly release. So uh, it's good news. Um, I mean, I think it's good news. I think everyone is kind of saying that that should have been happening. <laughs> that stop releasing the same game over and over again. Again, it makes so much money that they don't really care. But I guess that um, you know to stop crunch and maybe to try to bring out a more interesting, polished, released product, um, they decided to uh, wait another year. So twenty twenty two will not have uh, a new Call of Duty released. Yeah, but it's not like we're not going to hear Call of Duty content. It's just not going to be a new game. Like Warzone is exactly. still going strong, and it's not like they're not making money at that. So oh, no, like, no, 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 no. I they mean, can. If, yeah. If you're a Call of Duty fan, if you play those games, so I have plenty of stuff to do. I'm sure it's going to be DLC. I'm sure it's going to be content update for the current uh, version, which I forgot what it's called. Um, but Vanguard. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the two top selling games of last year were Vanguard and Black Ops. Is it was it Black Ops? Uh, yeah, it was the other, the it, one before, the year before. It, it was Call of Duty of the year and Call of Duty last year. And yeah, exactly. Call of Duty 2021 and Call of Duty 2020. <laughs> yeah, further so. down the list, there was other kind of Call of Duty, yeah. and I was just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> so I mean, yeah, like like you said, that makes so much money. So kind of a surprising move that they would decide that, but. I mean, Warzone is making probably so much money that they can just live off Warzone money and they like, let's take our time to make good COD games and then just leave Warzone free and swim in money with that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm. I think this was a good idea. We'll see kind of how yeah. it all pans out. But I like, mean, I'm never going to play another time, Call of Duty ever. But cool. <laughs> giving giving them, them time, uh, I think, is a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Cat, a little bit of sad news on the uh, Nintendo front, eh? Yeah, and it's the same problem with uh, every time that they close a shop. So in twenty March 2023 is when Nintendo will close the Wii U and the 3DS Nintendo eShops, uh, which is a big issue for a lot of uh, archivists. Yeah. Um... So it says, while new games will be purchasable after that date, games that a user already owns can be redownloaded onto those systems and will receive update. Um, But there's... I wish Nintendo was a bit better at uh, bringing those games to the Switch Mm. or Mm. finding a way um, for the studios to archive their stuff or to get access back to some of the games that they made. Cause there was, that was the issue with the PS Vita is like a few indie studios were like, if you close the PS Vita store, like that game is gone forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for us, like there's nothing we can do with it because they like sold it to Sony completely, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it's, it's sad news, but it's just like Nintendo is so, so bad at bringing old games to new systems. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you know, it's it's part of what it is right now. You know, there's everything's going digital, so more and more physical console games are becoming super niche. Which I think that yeah, the, the, yes, less plastic, yes, less 
pollution, I guess, to some point. But the downside is that definitely whenever they decide to shut shut it down or remove something, then you just can't access those older games anymore. Unless via non-legal ways with emulation and that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Which is just... kind of silly and really crazy when you think about it. Yeah, because Nintendo's like notorious for cracking down on emulators and things like exactly. that. Exactly. Once they cracked down the emulator, we're like, well, that was the only way we could play that game. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. unless you have, like, the old system and the cartridge, you can't, like, a lot of Game Boy Advance games or mm-hmm. things like that are gone forever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and we all know, like, retro and classic Nintendo games are games that people want to keep playing or go back to or... There's such a nostalgic aspect to them that people love to go back to them a mm-hmm. lot. Um, and Nintendo has that timeless quality to their games a lot. And so it is, uh, it's a thing. Uh, hopefully they'll bring, they'll work something out because like, I think a lot of what's happening with PlayStation and what um, Xbox is doing a lot with the their online infrastructure is retro compatibility mm-hmm. you know they added like xbox added a lot of like old old games to game pass and made them compatible with uh xbox one and X- the new xbox series um to like just bring back these classics without i guess without too much like without remastering or mm-hmm. you know uh Things like that, just bringing old games, and I think yeah. that back catalog is what's making Xbox like so uh, interesting. Mm. Mm. The hard thing with a 3DS is the whole dual yeah. screen aspect. Yeah. Like I don't know, like that's one thing that we haven't seen too much yet is talks of porting DS games over to switch because even it sounds like even the zelda majora's mask that came out on the on the for the people who subscribe to the online service um what was that the other day i think it came out the other day or maybe it's soon but anyways i don't think it's the version that they updated for the 3ds that when it came out and they made all those changes and and you know life change betterment of of gameplay changes that now are locked to that console and no one can enjoy them. Now, I might be wrong on this. It might be that, that they did, but oh, you, I have you a feeling they, they did. Ported the they ported 64? the old 64 game over. Oh. So, like, that kind of sucks, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, they have been taking a lot of the Wii U titles and moving them over to, to the Switch. I mean, look at friggin' Mario Kart. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, there's tons of them. Like there's not much that we we are missing out on now that we 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 had on the Switch, uh, the Wii U that has imported over when it comes to primary Nintendo games and not going to lie. That console didn't do so well. I don't think there was very many third-party games on it. Right? Not not similar to what the Wii had, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I uh, this is going to be this like the archival of digital games is going to be a challenge point mm-hmm. blank and mm-hmm. hopefully at least if there are i know there are groups like historian groups that try to preserve these things hopefully they can find a way to to do something and at least have a copy that that 
you know, is preserved. Because mm-hmm. Nintendo consoles usually last a long time. Uh, I remember going mm-hmm. to the uh, Nintendo store in New York City and seeing that uh, original Game Boy that uh, made it through uh, a war and was all blown up, but still plays Tetris. <laughs> yep. That's what matters. Yeah. Catherine, t- talk us through this other story about uh, Brexit affecting the UK game industry. How? Yeah. So... One thing about the game industry is that it's the talent pool can be very shallow when it comes to experienced workers. Um, And it's the kind of industry where people move around a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, We've seen that. Yeah. And it's like a lot of international movement. And for the European game industry, the European Union gave them a lot more mobility and a lot more flexibility. And what happened with Brexit is a lot of EU folks that were living in Britain uh, got the fuck out with Brexit Mm. because it became like their visa situation became different and everything. So they were like, whatever, we're just going to go back home. Um, And like... Prior to Brexit, it said that around 20% of placement in the UK came directly from the European Union. That number dropped to 5% uh, due to a reluctance among uh, EU nationals to move to a country that is now outside of the Union. So it's estimated that 200,000 EU nationals have left England and Mm. Britain. To return to the continent so there's this willingness with brexit first off they have to like if you want to hire externally you have to prove that you could not hire a uk citizen um but like the industry being what it is and being very shallow like they can they can't hire juniors for everything you know you, there's a lot of ramping up to do and then you know people leave industries uh they move around. Um, we all know that university programs, especially in video games, are more vocationals. You don't you don't learn the skills that you really need in a studio. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. really need to be in the studio, and especially with studios that use proprietary proprietary Software. tools. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, engines and things. Yeah, exactly. Um, you can't like you have to invest highly in in those workers. And it like in order to like build a good team, you need a good balance of seniors and juniors. But like if the seniors all left, what do you do? Um, and also like a lot of there are people that are UK citizens that were like, I don't want to live in the Brexit UK, and also left. So it's to the point where uh, they're uh, exploring remote solutions. Mm with the pandemic and everything or it's to the point where like if you need to to hire 50 to 20 people maybe just acquire another studio that's great uh in the in the unit that's in the in the eu and it's like uh simon hope of advark swift said if a company needs to hire 200 people it might make sense to buy a studio with maybe 20 or 50 people if they're hiring eu national from within the eu it becomes a much simpler process that's crazy they're like just yeah just hire a studio 
from the on the continent and you know mm. start building that mm. um so that way if you need to hire eu talent you can hire them out of your eu based studio and they can move around and it's crazy um and you know there's benefits to other countries versus the uk like with some have tax release some don't uh So in like it's that lack of freedom of movement is really affecting Britain, mm. Britain, the UK in general. So I thought it was a very interesting article to read because I've been hearing a lot about Brexit, uh, reading a lot about Brexit, what it like from people that came from the UK, what it means to them, what it means to their family, uh, what it means to the country as an economy. But that was like an example that is like I can understand because that's an industry I work in and I'm I'm very much uh, one of the things that people say is like when you work for a big company like EA or Square Enix or Ubisoft um, or Capcom like one of the big big or Microsoft is that you can get you can move within the company mm-hmm. like there's so many people from 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 Europe that use their job at Ubisoft as a way to immigrate to Canada or the United mm-hmm. States mm-hmm. Um, and vice versa. Like I have a lot of people from Montreal that were like, um, well, I live in Sweden. Like, so let's go to Malmo. Let's work for, for massive uh, and work on the division. And now they're doing star Wars and Pandora, but yet as an example. Um, so, but it's, if the local, for the smaller studios that were um, that have to rely a lot on your domestic um, laws to go and get outside workers, well, then mm. it's hard. It's definitely harder. And I'm curious to see what the situation is with studios like uh, Rockstar. They have yeah. a studio in the United States and they have a studio out there in Britain. If like that connection is easier or if it's Brexit has cut them off from the rest of Europe and now they're kind of like stuck in their little corner. Yeah, I'm sure this is an issue that not only games are dealing with, but games in particular because of, like you said, the small, limited group of talent because of also how everybody moves around and, you know, the nature of of video games too where people might come in for a bit and there's a lot of people who leave because they just got tired with the BS that's going on right now. Yeah, That has to be super hard. So, uh, so yeah, go check out the article on GameIndustry.biz um, and read up on it because, yeah, I wouldn't have thought of it that way. I'm uh, Thanks for bringing this to our attention, right. Kat. Th- thank you for the analysis, Catherine. That was really yeah, interesting. Yeah. I, uh, I, I hope I understood it completely because there's some stuff about labor laws and they're talking about tier two visas and I'm like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I know some of these words. Uh, <laughs> I read. <laughs> I yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, last story of the day. Um 
Pokemon because we've been talking about it so much. Yay! Pokemon Day is February 27th, a.k.a. my birthday. Um, yeah, and every year uh, there's always a whole bunch of festivities that go off. And I actually think that um, this is why we didn't hear anything about Pokemon the Direct that we had like a few weeks ago or mm. a week or so ago um, is because they always do a bunch of things. And this year they're doing a lead up like every day. It sounds like they're adding something or have something going on with each of the different games that's going on right now. Uh, but this morning, um, uh, there was a tweet from the Pokemon's uh, Japanese Twitter account. And obviously, I don't read Japanese. <laughs> so we're going to go to Polygon and see what that tweet actually said. <laughs> so uh, there's going to be a new, Pokemon, a new Pokemon Presents live stream on February 27th, which is Pokemon Day. Um, one thing that's interesting, too, is it's going to uh, kick off, they said, on Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific. It's just a weird time because that's a Sunday and kind of rare to have this kind of information come out on a Sunday. But I guess because it's the holiday, which is very well celebrated over in Japan that, that it makes total sense to do it on that day. It's going to run about 14 minutes, uh, according to the tweet. Um, and, uh, we have no idea what it's going to cover. Um, Polygon speculates, uh, that it says it's not clear what the next Pokemon presents livestream will offer, but the Pokemon company is already getting smaller announcements out of the way in the lead up to Sunday's episode. Um, updates for Pokemon Cafe Remix, Pokemon Unite, Pokemon Go, and the series 20th anniversary event have been rolling out in the week ahead of Pokemon Day. Yeah, if, like I mentioned, every day there's been something going on. Um, one thing that they mentioned is hopefully the long-suffering Pokemon sleep fans will finally get proof of life that the game's <laughs> sleep monitoring app. So yeah, I I have a feeling we're going to hear a bit about uh, maybe DLC or something for Pokemon Legends Arceus. Maybe I hope there's... so, an update or something. Yeah, it'd be nice to hear. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl might get something, you know. Mm. It's going to be interesting to see because, uh, yeah, it's... We haven't heard anything... The game has been doing, especially Pokemon Arceus has been doing so well. Um, and it might not drop on Sunday, but I can imagine they would announce it and say what's upcoming. They've done that in the past where they say, further into the summer, you're going to have the two DLCs that we did for Sword and Shield and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. I can, I, I have a feeling we'll get something along those lines. Um, but yeah, this article also confirmed what I was saying earlier, that Pokemon Day celebrates its anniversary of the series launch in 1996 on February 27th of that year. The first games, Pokemon Red, Pokemon Green, were released in Japan. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Happy, happy her early birthday and happy early Pokemon Day celebration. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited because... So involved in that game, always like seeing more. Always, I always find the Pokemon Direct so exciting. Anyway, yeah. so uh, so yeah, it's always fun. Yeah, well, folks, that pretty much closes out our show for this week. As always, I want to invite you to check out the show notes on girlsongames.ca for the links to all the stories mentioned in this episode. Thank you, Catherine, for putting that together. Um, as I always do as well. I would very much like and very much appreciate. Maybe it could be a birthday gift for me. If you could either rate and review this podcast on the podcast service 
uh, or platform that you're listening to it on. Um, it's not available on every platform, but for the ones that do, we do go and read the comments. We do go and say thank you for the ratings. Um, so yeah, if you could do us a solid and go and do that, that'd be much appreciated. And like we do every week, this is the moment in time where the crew can call out their social media handles so you can follow them everywhere online and talk video games and more with them. Catherine, where can people find you? I am C-S-D-E-S-B-I-N-S, C-S-D-B-I-N-S, on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks, Kat. Simon! <laughs> Thanks, Bowie. <laughs> yeah, I know. Bowie's shaking his, shaking his head. He's like, why are you still on the computer? Um, <laughs> Simon, what cute fuzzy creature or awesome human are we following on the interwebs today? Yeah, so Summoning Salt, who's been doing a... Um, uh, some speedrunning series, the history of speedrunning. He has a new video out on uh, the history of Punch Out for the NES. So uh, it's it, like, I think it's one of his longest videos ever. It's like almost an hour. Wow. Uh, and I glued to my screen the whole freaking time. So if you're a fan of speedrunning or just video games in general, it's super interesting. So go check it out. Uh, Summoning Salt on YouTube. Cool. I'm going to go check that out. I am Leah. You are on most social media platforms. But of course, you want to know everything there is to know about Girls on Games. You can track us down at The Girls on Games on Twitter and Facebook. Just Girls on Games. No thought in there on Instagram. Discord.me slash Girls on Games to continue this conversation and more. But of course, if you ever need to know anything at all, you can track it down at our home base. That is our website, girlsongames.ca. Thank you, Kat. Thank you, Simon. It's been another lovely week in video games, and I'm off to play more Pokemon and Horizon, but which I don't know yet. I will start with. <laughs> and I will feel dumb for the first five to 20 minutes because I won't know which buttons to hit. I uh, And there's a lot of buttons to press in Pokemon. There's a lot of yeah. different things Same to know. Same with Horizon. So. <laughs> oh, well, bye, everybody. Ciao. Bye.